Welcome to Picture It Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Cindy. <laughs> this is a podcast devoted to the 1980s classic, The Golden Girls. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. excited about this one because it sounds like it's going to be a real doozy and lots of tears, but it's not really. There's still some laughs. It's the Golden Girls. There could not be laughs. Anyway, this episode aired on November 23rd, 1985. Sophia falls ill suddenly and the other girls worry she may be having a heart attack. Ooh, I like the drama in that for like a one-line synopsis. I'm sad at some of these synopsis lately. They've been... I know. I I need to dig deeper or something or come up with my own. Somebody got lazy when writing these. Or just I like one line. Oh, some of them on some of them upcoming look like they're pretty long, so that'll be exciting. It'll just tell us everything that's happening in the show. Basically. Anyway, so we open. Uh, the We're at the front door. People are coming out. Wind's blowing. You can tell there's a storm of ruin. Uh... And there's people exiting the house. And then we're in the living room. And there's like a long table set up. And there's plates Looks like they had a big party. Yeah. Yeah, we find out they had some sort of get together. And they had all this great food. (laughs) Don't. I I can't. You would think that that Sophia would have cooked for them before. Because at one time, like, Rose says this is the best she's ever eaten. And then Blanche says something like that, too. And I'm like. Why does she not cook for them? How long has it been since she got there and Coco magically disappeared? You would think (laughs) that she would have cooked more often for them. Anyway. Maybe she just cooked especially well for their dinner party. Yeah, and maybe because she made so many different things. Yeah. Uh, But they're cleaning up and they're talking about how great the food was. Um, Anyway, uh, they're, they're all talking about the guests and stuff, and Blanche goes on this whole thing about this one girl inhaling the food, and like, <laughs> and like, if you talk to her, then you got like misted about the stuff that she said. I'm like, like, <laughs> misted by the food in her mouth and stuff. I'm like, holy crap, and she said, 
At one point, she said that she got hit in the eye with a piece of rice. <laughs> Why is Sophia making rice? Right. She's Italian. Come on, Golden Girls. Do your research. Could have been a piece of, I don't know, linguine or something. Come on. I've never <laughs> been to Italy. They might eat a lot of rice. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't either. Um, I haven't either, and I think I would have plenty to eat, unlike the girl I know that went and didn't find anything to eat, um, <laughs> which I've told Cindy about, and she's a nice girl, but uh, she didn't like it. I um, did not travel with her. No, I, I, I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but like Blanche talks about how how great the food was, and that she had been to Italy, but she didn't eat anything. She didn't have time because presumably, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, presumably she was too busy with all the men in Italy because she's blonde and beautiful and all this stuff. Obviously. And this actually, this. Could be a contender, actually, for the best singer, because then Dorothy goes, what mirror do you, you oh, use? Oh, yeah, I didn't write that one down. That was a good one. Oh, I love it. And, um, you know, and Rose was talking about how she, uh, you know, how Sophia did so much and that she wanted to help her and all this stuff, and Sophia's like, you're Scandinavian. You just know how to make uh, herring a thousand ways or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Rose is like, Thousand. Yeah, she's like actually really, a lot. Yeah, she was like, oh, you know, she actually kind of took that as a compliment. Yeah. She, oh, but a lot, you know. And then she makes Lindstrom surprise, and they're like, what's the surprise? <laughs> and she goes, you think it's a pie, but when you bite into it, it's, it's herring. herring. <laughs> and then she used to make it for her cat named Lindstrom. <laughs> and then and Blanche goes, is was it your last name, Lindstrom? You named your cat Lindstrom Lindstrom? Yes, but she says it with her accent. She goes, you named your cat Lindstrom Lindstrom? Like that. And I love it. I love it when she does that. And Rose says it so he wouldn't keep him from, to keep him from getting confused. Because the cat doesn't know. It's like, oh, that's sad. What a cat. Which brings us back to the time when they asked if she ran a ran a farm for handicapped animals or whatever, so. <laughs> uh, poor Lindstrom. Lindstrom. Um, <laughs> what a cat. <laughs> anyway, so they go in the living room and Sophia's still in there and she's, sat, and she's sitting on the couch now. She's kind of like rubbing on her side and, and everybody's like, are you alright? And she says she has a bubble. And Dorothy's like, what? What is a bubble? And, and Blanche goes, I know what a bubble is. <laughs> and, you know, kind of does this thing like <laughs> earrings, you know, like that. Um, and Sophia continues to try to explain about how it's just like, it's just sitting there, like this feeling. And and then Rose, of all people, is like, I know what a bubble is. And she's so, like, serious. She's like, but, you know, I mean, the only way to really get rid of it is, you know. And it's like, you know what? What are you? What are you trying to say here? And she's like, "You need a belt," you know. Trying to be all polite, and she's like, whispers. <laughs> Your belching is such an offensive. I know, and they're like, and, and Dorothy's just like, "Really? Is that some sort of Viking curse?" Say that. <laughs> and um, and you know, Sophia keeps like, oh, moaning and groaning, and um, and Dorothy's like, "I think we need to call the doctor." 
So, Blanche goes to call the doctor, and then Rose starts telling a story about her favorite doctor was their vet that they had, and um, that her mother wanted him to do her hysterectomy. Now, I never really thought about this until you start watching them right in a row. Her mother in the last episode did not seem like someone who would want the vet to do her hysterectomy, but maybe he was that good. I don't know. Yeah. There are more stories later about the vet. Um, Rose's mother seems very well put together. Yeah, she did not seem like the what we would think of everyone else in Rose's family to be. Because sometimes you feel like Rose is the smartest one in her family because the others sound dumb, and then sometimes you feel like she's the dumbest one in her family, but here we go again with the continuity. Yeah. Um, Not even the dumbest, just the most naive. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah, yes. Anyway. And, um, so, Sophia's still like, oh, and she's kind of like laying down, and they're asking her how, like, Dorothy's asking her how she's feeling, she's like, I've got Pavarotti sitting on my chest, and Cindy didn't know who Pavarotti was, so, uh. Well, until he showed me. Yes, he is a larger fellow, and he has since passed, um. But he was a opera singer, an Italian, specifically an Italian opera singer. He was a tenor, and if you've ever heard of the three tenors, he was one of them, and he did have a very nice, lovely voice, you know. Now he's got CDs, and there was even some of their songs that, like, crossed over onto the pop charts and stuff, like... Cool. Like, serious, like, if you have any, any kind of inkling to maybe listen to the opera, check him out, because he has got a very good voice. Um... But, you know, it's like she's this tiny little lady, and if you look up a picture of him, if you don't already know what it looks like, it would be, like, a large person. Like, I can't think of someone who would be, like, an equivalent of him nowadays, because all of the bigger people are not as big as he ever was. Who's oh, that actor? I was if he had a beard. Oh, yeah, the guy from Lost that I can't think of what his name is. Oh, I would know it if I heard it. Yes. It's like Louie or something. Probably not anywhere close. No. <laughs> I think his name, what is, like, his name is like Jorge or something. Jorge Garcia. Garcia. Yes, I was like, no. <laughs> so it's not Louie. And Louis. I was pretty sure that's what his name was, but then I'm like, am I getting him confused with somebody I actually know? But yeah, Jorge Garcia. Yeah, like that. Like maybe, probably not as tall. You know, he always seemed taller than some guys, but because he was just a big guy. Who, Jorge he, Garcia? Or? No, uh, Pavarotti. I don't know how tall he was. I didn't look that part up. But I did look him up because I was showing showing Cindy pictures yes. of him. Yes, and I saw him and I recognized him and it and all those, clicked together. The pictures and... were later pictures, like in the 2000s, like before he passed away. So he was smaller then. So he was more like, I don't know, Jack Black or somebody when he was at his biggest, which he's like smaller now. You know, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like he was still a bigger guy, but he wasn't as big as he had been like in the 80s at this time. Like he was large and in charge. Not necessarily to make a joke or anything, but it was oh, I don't know, whatever. Um you are the way you are. Nothing yeah. Wrong with that. Yeah. Um and I think, you know, maybe a lot of people were heavier in the eighties because they'd done all that cocaine the years before and then now they were addicted to eating or something. I don't right. know. Come on. So those macrobiotics. <laughs> From the, well, last it was the not it was the opposite, opposite. of the macrobiotics, yeah. They got the orange duck and the double Jack Daniels. <laughs> um, anyway, so 
Then Sophia starts asking if there's any heart disease and stuff in their family, and her and Dorothy are talking about it. And uh, was it was Uncle Vito one of them? One of them. How did he die? Oh, he accidentally shot himself in the forehead when he dropped his gun. And then um, Aunt Teresa, she asked if she died of heart disease. And Dorothy heart says, attack. Aunt Teresa didn't have a heart. And then apparently her husband died to get away from her. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, so then they're kind of talking about that. And they're, they're, they're all sounding kind of worried. And then Rose goes on about, I wish there were no heart attacks or cancer or anything. And at this time, Lance has come back in and she's, she's just like, I wish, like, you could just turn your life in. At a certain age, and you just pack up your stuff and leave, kind of thing. And Blanche is all like, "I don't know what I'd pack," <laughs> but it made me mm-hmm. think of it made me think of North. Did you ever see the movie North? It's got Elijah Wood. Like they send off people like at the time that he's like looking for his parents in like Alaska or whatever. They send them oh. off. They send people off on igloos, like old people. I'm I don't know if I'm making this up, but I know he goes off. Too. And that's how he leaves. Never heard of this. Yeah, like one of the people that he went to see, search out was Reba, but she wasn't Reba. She was just an actress. Really? You know, she was just acting. She was still her Reba McIntyre. Yeah, Reba? she was still her. Yeah, yeah, she was. It was oh. before she had her TV show. And she, you know, this was probably after Tremors. So this probably is about as old as you are. Cool. Because he was probably like 12 then, I guess. Oh, okay. See, he's, about, he's around my age. I went through in like, <clears throat> God, I was 13, and I'm like, I need to do everything that Elijah Wood has ever been in. And, <sighs> and I've never yeah. even heard of this. Yes, it's called North. Oh, man. <laughs> Bad job, middle school, Cindy. Get your shit together. I remember a lot about it, but I remember like someone waving on an igloo, like on a on an iceberg, like floating away kind of thing. And he probably did that too, but I feel like that they sent off their old people that way too. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like he went on in search across the country to find his real parents or something. And I don't, I haven't seen it probably since it came out. So it probably has been 25 years since I've seen it. So. <laughs> and I'm only 24. Whatever. I don't know. Let's see. And no, a half. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think of when it would have come out. Oh my gosh, I forgot maybe how old 94. I was the other day. Maybe 94, so. 94? I would have been three. Yeah, maybe maybe that late. Um, uh, again, I would have been I three. Been, <laughs> I, yeah, I would have been 12 then, so. And I think he's a year older than me, so it might have been 93 or something. But cool. anyway. But yeah, I remember being like kiddish and seeing it. Um, Anyway, I digress. So, uh, yeah, what were you we know, talking about? So Rose, Rose <laughs> doesn't think that anything bad should happen. Like, there should not be any kind of oh. diseases or illnesses. Yeah, me stuff. too, Rose. And that you should just, yeah, but what, what is it? I would think somebody would try to rally against that. Like, once you got to be 70 or whatever, and with all the advances that we have now, you know. Um, have you ever heard of natural selection? <laughs> right. But that's not what she's talking about. I know. She's talking about just getting set up. Okay. <laughs> Like I had, I have warned people that I might make Doctor Who references somewhere, but the very first guy who played the Doctor was fifty-five. He was already a grandfather. The guy who plays him now is fifty-five. Well, he just turned fifty-six. But happy birthday! Well, not just, but you know what I mean. He has since he's become, you know, since he's 
since he got the job when he was 55, he's 56 now. You know, and I don't know that he has any grandkids yet, but, you know, he seems more young and spry than the guy from the 60s because people are, are living longer, you know. True. In the 60s, Paul McCartney wrote the song, When I'm 64, Will You Still Love Me? Will You Still Need Me? Because he thought when you're 64, you're old and feeble, and now he's 10 years past that. You know what I mean? And he's still going strong, for the most part. Um, you know, so it's like people are living longer, so then what would happen? Would you move the age up? And then, oh, poor Aunt Sally missed it last year and didn't get to live an extra year because they didn't move it up till this year, to, you know. So it would just, you can't. You can't play God that way. <laughs> You're thinking way too in-depth about am. this. I am. I get it. This is a serious episode. Yes. But, you know, like, I think too much about the, you know, the ideas of a fictional simpleton. I'm sorry. <laughs> the consequences of altering the universe. <laughs> anyway, not that I think that people should get diseases and stuff, but, you know, it happens and it sucks. But the world whatever. is the way it is again. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, Blanche and Rose go in the kitchen while Blanche is trying to decide what she would pack with her on this trip when she gets too old. <laughs> and so is talking about she thinks she's dying. She's already come to terms with she's probably dying, having a heart attack. And she's, she's like, well, what if I do die? Okay, Dorothy, the key to my safety deposit box is in my underwear drawer. Um, uh, you know, don't let aunt whoever, like, come to my funeral because she'll make it about her. I want you to know you're my favorite child. Uh, keep the silver. Don't tell your sister. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and I love, and even though sometimes they don't mention her brother, they'll either mention the brother or the sister and sometimes both, it always still kind of fits together, I feel like, unlike the others that have a lack of continuity just mm -hmm. because that's how Sophia would be because she would be like, because a lot of times she'll be like, I don't count Phil, you know? Right. <laughs> so it makes sense. Um, anyway, um, so we come back to the kitchen. Um, you know, Rose is like, maybe it's not a heart attack. And, and Blanche is like, come on, she's 80 years old. You know, people live this long. You know something's going to happen. It's It's inevitable. Um, and, uh, she talks about, um, uh, Rose living in Minnesota, Minnesota you know, because <laughs> Rose doesn't think that this is what heart attacks are like. And she's like, well, people, you know, oh, that she knew people who lived to be a hundred or whatever. Right. And then, and that heart attack shouldn't be this big deal. It didn't <laughs> seem like this big deal and all this stuff or whatever. And just like, you know, you're from Minnesota. It's cold there. She's like, you know how people freeze themselves so then they can be thawed out later? I think she mentioned Walt Disney, didn't she? Did she? She might or not have. Or was I just thinking of I, it? You probably did, because she didn't <laughs> specifically say, but they do, there are mentions later about Walt Disney being frozen um, later. Did I remember, is that real? Is that not real? No, that's not real. Okay, From I didn't I think heard, it was. <laughs> I grew up thinking it was yes. real. And then at one point in my life, I'm like, that's not real. There are some that are real, like. Ted Williams, who was a baseball player, really was cryogenically. Weird. 
but they but like, said that they said that it was Walt Disney just his head, but I don't think it was anything. What? Else. A, okay. But I mean, but who knows? Disney owns almost everything now, so can being cryogenically frozen even work if you're already dead? Like, probably not. You'd have to like already. But, be, you'd have to still be alive. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know, but I guess if you got the money for anyway, honestly. Um, but like I said, Disney owns just about everything, which they own. You know the company that like uh Buena Vista or whatever that distributes like this show. So right. now you know at the end of every episode of the DVD you see the castle and the Right, all that kind of yeah. Um <clears throat> so you know they own all that and like I actually bought these through the Disney movie club. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, but um anyway, yeah, people no, being frozen. Anyway, yes. yeah he could I mean they could have he could have actually been frozen, and they're just saying that, oh, no, see, here's his grave at Disneyland or wherever. Yeah, and just be lying about it, because they own everything, so who cares? That was my little rant on Disney. Not like a real rant, because I do love Disney. Anybody having to do with Disney, I love Disney. And Same. I like free Marvel and Star Wars things. Same. Because they're great. We'll do advertisements. We're not above that. No. No. <laughs> no. Go to audible.com no. slash picture it podcast. That reminds me that I need to update my, my thing on there. Anyway, um, and I promise that was not. not That's not a real thing. Yeah. Yes. No, I really do need to update it. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, you know. Blanche is comparing living in Minnesota to being chronogenically frozen Preserves because you. it'll preserve you. You know, like put something so in the fridge longer. so they can live longer. And slows down the aging process. Yeah. She said. So you know, Rose wants to know why she didn't ever live in Minnesota. Blanche says because there are no men there. And you know, and, and Rose says there are men in Minnesota. <laughs> and Blanche goes farmers. Farmers, <laughs> they're, they're farmers. <laughs> like farmers are not like just kind of men, no. apparently. <laughs> and she grew up on a, a plantation, right? But they didn't do any of the work. True, you know, like her family didn't do any of the work, so whatever. Um, so they're, then they start talking about. Um, they go on to talk about how they want to be buried or whatever um rose doesn't want to be buried because she doesn't like small spices but she doesn't like the heat so she doesn't want to be cremated either and <laughs> and blanche is like you're gonna have to pick one <laughs> so rose goes with being buried so then she wants her blanket so she'll feel safe and a picture of her husband and her animals and her kids and then and she candles. marries again oh right and if she marries again, yeah and then her candlesticks from her mother and blanche goes it's a coffin not a condo <laughs> <laughs> and then blanche says she wants a riderless horse and she wants to lie in state and then be buried in arlington cemetery because it's full of men basically and like, Rose was asking her, you know, why? Oh, because it's full of men. Well, are there all the men are dead, is what Rose says to her. And she says, so are the men I date. <laughs> I was like, that's great. <laughs> um, so then they go, like, they go back in, into the living room. And 
Sophia is like, um, you know, with Dorothy or whatever, and she's like, come here, you know, like beckons the girls over, and she started, she's like, heckle and jekyll. <laughs> and so, um, this is not like Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll. This is Heckle and Jekyll where I thought they were crows. I looked them up so I could give you guys a better idea because they were like these cartoons and one of them, Heckle was sort of, sort of had a Brooklyn accent or whatever and then Jekyll was more of a British, more refined. It was kind of like, it was almost like um, if you watch the Madagascar movies and there's the two monkeys and there was the one that really talked really nice and then the other one was kind of dumb. Actually, the dumb one wasn't dumb. He was really smart, but he couldn't talk. Anyway, sorry. So it's not like that. Um, anyway, the heckle and jekyll basically would, like, terrorize people with words. <laughs> you know, they'd come by and then they'd start making fun of them or whatever. And that They're like, magpies, not crows. They were ma- and it turns yeah. out they were magpies. And I don't really know we, much about magpies. that we learned. But I think that they like take things and use it in their yeah. nests and stuff. I think that sounds right. Uh, they're like hoarders or something. <laughs> or kleptomaniac right. birds or something. Anyway, um but yeah, so I didn't know that they weren't I guess maybe because there's the there's those horrible like crows in like some of the old Disney movies, like in Dumbo and stuff, mm-hmm. where they've got, where they're like jive talking and they're really like <laughs> horrible, stereotypical kind of like, like black slave talking kind of sounding and it's terrible. Um, I maybe because I was just thinking about because those were crows and the others were crows, but they're not. Right. They're not. Um, magpies. Nah, whatever. Uh, anyway, so yeah, she called them Heckle and Jekyll and that's amazing. Um, and then, but then she goes to tell them, you know, oh, that she likes having them around, and they're really nice, and all that kind of stuff, and, um, she still thinks she's having a heart attack, and so Rose has to tell a story about, she didn't think it's a heart attack, because her husband had a heart attack, and it was much bigger, and turns out they were making love when he had a heart attack. They were getting it on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he told her to dress him, and she got some white pants, and he didn't like it. Nope. Because it was after Labor it was Day. after Labor Day. And she says that he was always dapper, so he <laughs> couldn't wear white after Labor Day. And then she's like, and I put, on, get, put him on a pair of gray slacks and a blue shirt and a striped tie. And I'm like, the man is dying, and you're waiting for the ambulance, and you put a tie on him. And nice clothes, and they're going to rip him up anyway. Ridiculous. I mean, oh, I guess, you know, having, like, the internet and stuff now and TV shows where they have, like, crazy emergency room things, it just seems ridiculous mm-hmm. because of all the things that you find out that people, you know, get stuck in themselves or whatever, <laughs> or weird situations that people get stuck in when they're naked or whatever, just because we have so much information now. Which Do you is ever watch Grey's Anatomy? No, I don't. So when I say the words penis fish, it means nothing to you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All you Grey's Anatomy fans out there, you'll know. (laughs) You'll know. Nope. Penis fish. I think House is the only, like, doctor show I've ever really watched. Ooh, eyeworms. Except for a little bit of ER with my mom back in the day. But, you know, there are a lot of great people on there. Um, Whatever. Is ER still happening? 
No, no, no. When no. did it stop happening? It was going on forever. Um, I don't know. It's been a while. I stopped watching after Dr. Green. Ah, uh, this is a sad time. Yeah, young, I had a young friend. childhood. Right, uh, digression about that. Um, his daughter's <laughs> name was Rachel, and I had a friend named Rachel Green. So I thought that was interesting. Aww. But then when friends came on, that was Rachel's last name was Green, too. And I'm like, this is weird. Really? I think so. Maybe not. But I don't like friends, but we talked about that yeah, the other day. no. We're not it's doing a, a friend podcast. Show. Neither one of us like. And if you don't like that, you can keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so, Blant, like, they're, you know, they're talking about, they were talking about Charlie and all that, and then they're, Dorothy's freaking out because paramedics still aren't there. So, Blanche is like, I'm going to go try the phone again. She goes to call and the storm that we saw happening at the beginning of the show, and every once in a while, you can see the trees blowing through the windows or whatever. They actually do a pretty good job of that, of remembering to yeah. make the plants and stuff outside the windows move. High five set, people. Yeah. Um, uh, and Blanche says that there's some trees that have been knocked down, so the MTs can't get there, and then... You know, Dorothy's like, well, we'll have to take her to the hospital ourselves. Well, they're 20 minutes away from the hospital, which I would think that's not very far in Miami. But if the trees are down, it would probably would be too hard. And that's mm-hmm. what Blanche says, that if they can't get there, then if the paramedics can't get there, then, then they can't get to the hospital either, you know. Uh, because where we live, everywhere takes 20 minutes to get to. <laughs> and we live in a big city. Yeah. Um you know, we live in a medium-sized city that takes up, like, most of the, probably all of the county. It's but a really widespread city. Yeah. Because the whole county is, like, a metro incorporated or whatever. Anyway, not important. Right, not important. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, uh, they're all, like, kind of congregated around talking about trying to get her to the hospital or whatever. Uh, And it cuts to a commercial and comes back, and the girls disperse and go over to Sophia, who is lying on the couch with her eyes closed, and she's already said that she just closed her eyes. She's not dead. Not yet. And then not only do they just stand around her, they all, like, lean in. They, like, lean over and, like, stare at her. And then she wakes up and screams. Because <laughs> all these faces. Yeah, because all these faces. And she was like. Oh, my God, like, what did she say? She's all like, you know, what are you doing? And they're like, we're making sure you're okay. And she goes, she's like, I wake up and I see pores like that. And I think I'm on the moon. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, she she asked Dorothy to go in her room and get her rosary or whatever. And... Blanche is like, I'll come with you. So they exit. Um, <laughs> exit. Stage left. Um, and so they go out, and as they're going down the hallway, Dorothy's like, Rose, keep her company. And Rose is like, okay. And so she sits, kind of like goes to sit on the couch and talk to her and like try to ask her questions. And she's like, uh, you know, I always thought that there was a Catholic heaven, and it had, like, nuns and priests and churches, and then a separate Protestant heaven with people and animals, <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and because apparently nuns and priests aren't people. Um, 
I don't know. And then Protestants in heaven don't need churches. I don't know. And then like a <laughs> Jewish heaven with like libraries <laughs> and stuff like that. And I yeah. thought that was really funny. And so then we cut to, back to Blanche and Dorothy and they're searching through stuff. And then it just really hits Dorothy. Oh. And probably because she's trying to be strong for her mom and not like probably she's like, it's what so am I going to do? She's just like, you know, my She's all I've got now, you know. It's her only parent. If her mother dies, she's going to be an orphan. And it's like, it doesn't matter if she's, you know, like she's she feels silly because she's in her 50s and feels like she'll be an orphan when her mom dies. But she feels like it doesn't matter if she's 6 or 60, that she's still, losing a parent is still just hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you want to have them there and be able to tell them things and, you know, and. Branch is trying to calm her down and all that. and um, We come back to the living room because they come back with the rosary after she finds it. And Rose is telling a story about Petunia the pig <laughs> and some cow. But the best part is she is curled up on the couch under the blanket. With Sophia. With Sophia. <laughs> where it's like how we would do when we were kids. Like when we'd stay over at my grandmother's house. Like I would be at one end and my cousin would be at the other. And yeah. then our legs would be in the middle and we'd sit there. And we'd sleep on the couch together or, like, in little twin beds so then we could, like, talk to each other. Right. And then not be in each other's business or whatever. <laughs> but it was really amusing because she's got the blanket all pulled up. <laughs> and she's going on and on. And Sophia goes, if I die, will you quit telling the story? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so they come. Dorothy's like, Mom, we found your beads. And she gives them to her and all that. And, um, uh. <laughs> anyway, and they hit the doorbell and they they think it's the paramedics and they open the door and it's a doctor because they tried to call the doctor earlier but they couldn't find him. Blah blah blah. And then the paramedics, you know, were having a hard time, all that kind of stuff. Um, he comes in. Um, you know, it's like, oh, welcome, Doctor Harris, and he sits down on the on the edge of the couch next to Sophia and she's like, have you eaten? Somebody, get him some food. Get him some of the con- congealy or whatever. Uh, con- a stereotypical con- Italian grandma. Get right. him food. Yeah. Feed him. You kidding? Southern grandmothers are the same way. True. <laughs> Mine never sits down until she knows everybody's gotten food and half the time she still doesn't sit down to eat. We always have Aww. to tell her to. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so He's like, no, no, no. And so then Rose hands him a plate of something. I don't know what the heck Skangeli is. I'm sorry. I should have looked it up. But Way to psych off, Brooke. I know. I've never <laughs> seen it on any menu at any, like, Italian restaurant I've ever been to. But there's only, like, two Italian restaurants I've been to that aren't Olive Garden. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, but, you know, I was trying to make a joke. Um... Spaghetti factory totally alive. doesn't count. No, um, <laughs> I've had bad issues there. We're not. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I've heard good no. things about it, but I'm like, no. really? And I paid eleven dollars for a plate of yeah. spaghetti. It was it was sad. Yeah, the last few times I've been there. Anyway, this is anyway. So he's like, no, I already ate, and uh, she says, what did you eat? And he's like, I ate some crepola at my mother's, and she's like, you're Jewish, and I'm like, I don't even know what crepola is either, but okay. Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I'm like, I've only ever had a couple Jewish friends. Anyway, but she said, I didn't know you were Jewish. And Rose says something about, was it Rose or was it Sophia that said something about doctors being Jewish? 
I think it was Sophia. Yeah, because Sophia it would just seem not right. stop talking. Right, because it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because for some reason, all of a sudden, I can't. It doesn't seem like Sophia would have said it, but I know she's the one. Who, anyway. Yeah, it was why Sophia. Why are so many doctors Jewish? And he says because, because their mothers, mothers are. are. <laughs> Granted, when I was a kid, that didn't. You know, it just sounded funny because oh, my mom was Catholic, so I was Catholic. Because I didn't realize that if your dad was Jewish and your mother wasn't. You weren't Jewish until I was older. <laughs> and so, and it's so funny that I don't think about, and some, like, I know at some point in time, and then I was just sitting here today because we're actually writing notes and stuff, and then I thought about it, I'm like, that's funny. I don't know when I realized that, like, how you were technically Jewish, but I never thought about it once I watched the show again after that because it didn't have any implication. You know what I mean? There was no reason. Um. Anyway, but you watch we, Orange is the New Black. No, I don't uh, watch any of It's so good. In no. season three, one of the characters wants to become Jewish because they get better food. Ah, nice. <laughs> All the kosher meals in prison are apparently better. Nice. All right. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry, um, that just... <laughs> my, and my friend that I was talking about before, who's, you know, they were... Her her mother posts funny things on Facebook. I was talking about it last time, you know, who was going to put her in the home. Her, the mother's dad is Jewish, but she, her mother was not. But we always talk about how she's Jewish because technically by bloodlines they would be, but by faith they're not, you know. I didn't know it worked and, that way. Yeah, and it's just weird, but she had this really cool clock my friend did at the time, like, with like the little Jewish, like little, like Jewish, uh, uh number, like, letters or something like that, you know, like th- like characters on it, and it would play Hava Nagila <laughs> on the hour or whatever, and when she moved, someone that was helping them move took it, Aww. and that was a bummer. So yeah. I, I found her a glass with, like, that said, like, Happy Hanukkah and stuff on it, and I gave her that, but anyway, because she is Christian, she does, she, they never practice Judaism because that's sort of, It's not, I don't think it's against anything now if you're more of a, you know, reformed sort of Jewish, but like, yeah, very orthodox Jews would be like, no, your mother wasn't Jewish, it doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Yep. So your father can be Christian or an atheist or Muslim or whatever, but if your mother is Jewish, you're still Jewish. Huh. (laughs) <laughs> See, you didn't even know the whole implication no. either. Yeah. I just thought it was a funny joke. Yeah, no, and that's the thing is when I was a kid, I just thought it was funny. Because then I was know, older. I thought it was just like, I was born that way. it was probably, I was probably, I'm sure I had to know about it in middle school. Because I know that whenever I met her, that we had talked about it when we were kids. So, anyway, so that's a shout out to Whitney, who probably won't ever listen to this. But Emily, the only person who's probably listening to this. And if there Hi, are Emily. other people, if there are other people, thank you. Yeah, thanks. But Emily knows Whitney. So, yay. Oh, it's um, Whitney? Yeah, that's oh. Whitney. Oh. <laughs> Learned a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's Whitney. So, um, anyway, um, back to this whole thing. So, right, Dr. Girls. Harris, yes, Dr. <laughs> Harris, you know, is, is trying to check her out and um, figure out what's wrong with her and you know, she's saying she's got a pain, so he kind of, like, presses on her, and she, like, groans. She's like, oh, and he says, does that hurt? And, she, and Sophia says, no, I was singing rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
awesome. <laughs> so then he asked her what all she ate, and she keeps naming all this stuff, and then... No, she wasn't naming it. She oh, was like, she goes, oh, I'm no, going to bite of this and a bite of that. Yeah, and she named some stuff, and so then... Blanche Blanche says everything Rose. she saw her eat, and Rose Dorothy. says she said everything she saw her eat, and, and Dorothy. And it's a lot of things. And then, and then she's like, and then one of them's like, I saw her eat a box of milk duds. I'm like, And so feels like... They're bad for my dentures, but I love milk yeah, duds. they pull out my dentures. They pull out my dentures. Well, this is great. And so he thinks it's probably a gallbladder. And a, he has a portable. Oh, what? He called it a gallbladder attack. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yes, it is. Okay. I've got a story. Obviously, I've got a story. You okay. always do. Anyway, but he's got, a, like, a portable EKG machine, apparently. Yeah, I wrote. A car that he drives around that? with. I don't know. And, of course. Doctors don't make house calls anymore. True. So this is this is just a weird thing. To I'd people, like to know probably. what kind of like car he has that he can carry a I don't portable know. EKG. Well, machine. it's not. It's that would be smaller than yeah. like an actual but MRI like it makes you or wonder something. Like what a MRI else? machine, you'd have to put your whole body anyway. So that wouldn't work. Okay, so <clears throat> my mother one morning. Wait, let me start over. One Mother's Day, I wake up, and no one is at my house. And I thought that my mom and my stepdad at the time, not the one that's there now, (laughs) uh, had gone and eaten breakfast without me because we were all going to go eat breakfast. And I was like... Okay, why didn't they come wake me up? That's not fair, you know. I was going to say, she's your mother on Mother's Day. And I'm like, Ugh. So then, like, I'm going back to my room, and I hear a knock on our door. And I go, and I look, and I look down, like, through the doorway, because it was always, like, our back door, like, to our kitchen door. And I kind of, like, you know, like, back up and sort of look around the corner, and I see my grandmother. What is going on? So I go and I open the door, and I'm like, did they go eat without me? And she goes, your mom's in the hospital. My mom had a gallbladder attack. It's like having, it's it's almost like if you had like a heart attack, but it's like your your gallbladder bladder, like spasms and stuff. Ooh. And it can do so much damage that you can have it removed. Sometimes they can be, you know, small enough, I guess, that they don't have to take them out. But hers was really bad. And so she ended up having hers taken out because they were afraid she was going to have another one and that could have probably killed her. Ooh. So, yeah. I don't know if my, my mom's ever had a gallbladder gallbladder attack, but she said it was taken out. But, um, yeah, my mom thought she was having a heart attack when she had it, so... Oh. So that is a thing. Yeah! So it is a thing, and definitely even confusing it for a heart attack is a thing. Wow. Because you have a pain, and you don't know what it is, but... Okay. You know. Let's see that. Yeah. So, yeah, it is exactly like how hers was, but I didn't know because I was asleep. <laughs> so then she ended up having it taken out. How old were you at the time? I was like 15 or 16. Okay, so you weren't like a little kid. No, I was like a teenager. No. Okay. Um, um, no, yeah, I was a little bit older. So I'm trying to think because we, yeah, I probably was 15. And a couple weeks later, she was getting it taken out. And so the weekend before she was getting it taken out, we went to Nashville for a country music festival thing. Hmm. Country music fest, I think is what they call it now. CMA fest, something like that. It used to be called fanfare back in the day. And we went and did that, and um, it was just weird because they're like, yeah, we'll just schedule it for two weeks from now unless you have another attack, basically. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. but Yeah. Um, Happy Mother's Day. I don't know if they always, always take them out when you have an attack, but they act, like then they kind of acted like, well, this one was pretty bad because it was really bad. She was in the hospital for a day or two because she just felt so awful. Um, 
But yeah, that was pretty scary. Waking up and my mom not being home. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I wasn't old enough to drive. I didn't have a car or anything. So, yeah. And that my stepdad was still there. My second stepdad. My first stepdad was still there. Um, so, yeah. So, I had to been like 15. Anyway. Whatever. Um. <laughs> um. Anyway. Oh. Um. I did forget to mention because I like this one. This one bit. Um, whenever Sophia was offering the food to Dr. Harris, and he did actually eat, like Rose brought it, he did actually eat it, and he was like, "Oh, that is good." And Sophia wanted to eat some, and he's like, "Get it out of here!" You know, because <laughs> she, she'd already eaten all this stuff, and um, he's telling her she needs to eat better. Yeah, and um, Dorothy tells her to hide it, and Rose goes, "Where?" Oh, jeez. And Dorothy says, and your brassiere. I'm like, what? <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, so then the doctor, you know, was talking about the portable EKG machine to make sure that that's, that it was the gallbladder attack. And he goes out. And um, Rose and Blanche go out to the kitchen or wherever. And, you know, Dorothy and Sophia start talking. And Sophia's sitting up on the couch and Dorothy sits next to her and Sophia's going on about how, um, how she was, uh, one minute you think you're dying and the next, then you get a diagnosis and the next you feel like you swim the English Channel or something <laughs> like that. Like that now she knows what's wrong with her. She feels a lot better. <laughs> and I kind of, to go kind of deep here, you kind of feel that way about things a lot because I know I always had trouble when I was a kid. And we didn't know what was wrong because it's like, oh, you're just being a kid, being hyperactive and inattentive and all over the map. And that's not true because there were a lot, I mean, there were a lot of kids do that kind of stuff, but it was really bad with me. And then when I got older, they're like, you know, I see an actual, like, psychiatrist. He was like a psychiatrist and like a, I don't know how long this guy went to school, but he was also like a uh, neurologist. Hmm. So, and he's like, no, you have ADHD, for sure. <laughs> so, I felt a lot better after yeah. knowing that there was something that I could actually do stuff for that I don't do anything for anymore, <laughs> which is probably obvious by the way I go on and on about things. <laughs> um, but I felt better knowing that there was, that it wasn't like that there was just something weird. And there is an episode later on where Dorothy is sick, and then she finds out what's wrong with her, and she feels better, too. So, I mean, that is a thing that does happen, because yeah. you don't want to think that it's all in your head that there's, you know, something wrong. Or that, like, in this case where she thought she was definitely dying, she didn't necessarily, wouldn't necessarily die from a heart attack, because plenty of people don't, but because right. she's supposed to be 80, right? it was more, you know, evident that that could happen. Right. Um... <laughs> anyway, and and Dorothy's like, well, you know, that's it, all right. I'm glad you're good, and it's good to know that I'm your favorite. And then Sophia, <laughs> like, is like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I was. She's like, are you kidding? I was dying. <laughs> like, oh, Sophia. favorite. Yes. Like she uh. kept like going. It was great. Because uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's Sophia's always got to ruin a good moment, and it's just awesome. Yes. Um, so we go back to the kitchen and, uh, the other girls are in there and, uh, 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 Dorothy walks in and, 
and um, they're they're all drinking coffee and and Dorothy's wait which one says it one of them says oh Dorothy says oh what a night and Blanche says kind of makes you think or something and Rose goes about what <laughs> oh, uh, uh, <laughs> about what <laughs> and Dorothy says our policy on Guatemala. What do you think, Rose, about death? <laughs> and so then Dorothy goes on this whole, like, another teacher sort of thing about, are you prepared? Are any of us prepared? Do we know what we're going to do when we die? <laughs> kind of thing. Like, oh holy God. moly. Uh, <laughs> are you prepared? That's kind of like the whole, like, moral of that bit. Um, Basically. So then they go on. She's like, why starve yourself to be thin? You know, if you're going to die anyway, why not eat the chocolate cake? And then Blanche is like, chocolate, chocolate cake? cake? <laughs> and um, so then they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to eat the chocolate cake. And Blanche gets the chocolate cake. And she's like, well, why not eat the ice cream on the chocolate cake? And and they're so set to eat the chocolate cake. And then they're like, yeah, but, you know, Rose is like, oh, you know, I'm as healthy as a horse, but I'll probably end up looking like one. You know, she eats whatever she wants. And. Then they're all kind of like, oh, kind what of maybe Blanche not say? so much about the She's cake. like, oh, one extra dessert and my panties will start cutting off my, my circulation. circulation. Yes. <laughs> and then Dorothy tells a story about her friend who went to France. Went to France and she goes into this little cafe and eats just a watercress sandwich or salad or whatever with the watercress again. Um, walks outside and a gargoyle falls on her and kills her. And that was her last meal was watercress. And they're kind of you know, how tragic that was, but then they're like, mm, well, maybe we shouldn't eat the cake, and then it's like, oh, let's go for a walk, and I'm like, there's like a storm outside, right. and you're gonna go for a walk? Let's go for a walk. And then, like, Dorothy's like, with all we make, we should, we'd have to walk to Canada, and of course, Blanche is like, oh, Mounties! <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Oh, Mounties. You know, any kind of dudes, she's, she's in for that. Unless they're farmers, apparently. Right, unless they're farmers. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's uh, where it ends. They're walking to Canada. So, on the next episode of The Golden Girls, it's uh, The Walk to Canada. No, <laughs> the Walk to Canada. It'll be a very dull Golden episode. Golden Girls, Walk to Canada. Um. <laughs> Alright, so... For this episode, uh, we had a little thing back and forth about who would get the best shoulder pad award. I wanted to give it to Rose because I liked her dress. We thought that Sophia had an, because they wore the same outfits all the whole time because it was over the course of one night. Uh, Sophia had nice, lovely blue dress on, but um, uh, Cindy pointed out she didn't want us to just give it to her to pater to the old lady. Um, <laughs> The old dying lady or whatever. And then she liked Dorothy's top. Um, I'm not a huge supporter of Dorothy's clothes. My mom loves all of Dorothy's clothes. But I... I it's it's flowy. It's got a nice cowl neck. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I think it's pretty. Well, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Except for the fact that it's yellow. Yeah, it's kind of... I think it's supposed to be like beige. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Color correction in the 80s. Right. Um... And then Blanche's outfit, she was wearing a, a apron most of the time because, you know, they were cleaning up or whatever. And so that kind of hid 
her pajama y looking. It looks like a nightgown. Um, her party dress straight up looks like a nightgown. I was telling Cindy that this is sort of gonna be usual because later on most of her outfits look like she's wearing like the two piece pants and pajama shirt. Which Dorothy usually just wears the pajama shirts and some other kind of. Yeah. All, like all of a sudden, like you can see, like you see where silk became a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I had a couple silk shirts as a kid because you know nice. it was fancy. <laughs> and it's like I don't know why it just sort of coming back and like satin, and I'm like, who wears like a satin pantsuit around? You know. Anyway, um, so yeah, we couldn't give it to, to Blanche either, but we both liked Rose's dress, so we gave it to her. Yep. That was the only thing we could do for Yeah. Um, so what, what about the best singer? What did she want? Um, you can talk about it. Oh, jeez. Uh, um. Oh, yeah, there oh, it is. I, the... I don't think I even said it. Oh, I said, and look, and we forgot that one. Yeah. Oh, man, there's so many things. There's a lot of good things. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go back to where Sophia has the bubble in her chest. There's one part, like, like um, she says something about. She's sitting on the couch, yeah. and Dorothy goes up to her. It's like, Ma, you look awful. Yeah. And Sophia says, I'm sure I'm old. What did you expect? Princess die? Which is hilarious. And then <laughs> after that, you know, uh, Rose is talking about the veterinarian. Her mom won the history the veterinarian to do her hysterectomy or whatever and when she leaves then Dorothy's <laughs> like but but he was willing to but he wouldn't because he wouldn't do it or whatever but and so Dorothy goes but he was willing to do her lobotomy talking about Rose <laughs> she's kind of out of it um a little bit yeah I totally forgot about that sorry and that's yeah. what I thought was funny but apparently it's not that funny because we forgot to say it before. I know so let's go what else did I say was funny <laughs> Oh, there there are a lot of good ones in this surprisingly dark, deep episode. I know. Um, Ow. Oh, another thing we didn't talk about was um, Sophia oh. when they, you know, they were talking about her dying and stuff, and Sophia's like, "I oh. wish there was time oh. to get my hair done." Yes. Okay. But right before that, was that right before or right after? Uh, it was after that. Forgot. I left this part out. She thought she, whenever. They woke her up or whatever. Oh, yeah. She thought uh, she had died and gone to she heaven. She thought she had died and gone to heaven and saw Sal. She didn't call him Sal. She just said your father or whatever to Dorothy. But she said she knew it was heaven because he was surrounded by women. <laughs> and then she saw angels with harps and it looked like sacks at Christmas, which is sacks Fifth Avenue, which a lot of people should know because now they're everywhere. <laughs> Whereas before or off sacks or whatever, because when before it was only in New York. And Indeed. they're from New York. And I have to explain that because I can't stop talking. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, Blanche wanted to know if there were lots of men in heaven. Yes, of course. Of course Blanche of course. would want to know that. Obviously. And But Rose had asked if she saw God and Jesus, and Sophia said that they were busy. <laughs> and so then whenever they all get mad at Blanche for asking about men, she looks at Rose and goes, Well, you asked about God and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do we forget some of it? It's right. hard to write everything down. Right. And we try to follow along each other's notes, and it's just. There's just so much. Yeah, this is not a professional thing, people. <laughs> In case you weren't aware. <laughs> In case you weren't aware about 
weirdos who make crepes and amateur podcasters and have to like take breaks for lunch or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, we did that. We had ravioli. It was nice. In the spirit of Sophia, we had ravioli. Indeed. Mm, it was yummy. <laughs> All right. Um. So then I'll let you talk about. Oh, lobotomy. It was funny. Oh yeah, that's lobotomy. the zinger. That's yeah, what the, I thought the, was the lobotomy zinger, quote. I didn't leave it out before. Um, so I'll let you talk about the St. Olaf Award because this was the one that you Googled. <laughs> I so loved much about. it. I thought it was funny and sweet. Um, we were having trouble finding, you know, a, someone telling a story in this episode, what we could award the St. Olaf Award to. Um, and then we remembered, um, it's kind of sad, but, and it's sweet, but it is, it's a Rose story she's talking about when her and Charlie were getting it on <laughs> and Charlie was having his heart attack. Um, and how, you know, he wanted her to dress him. Um, and it was a sad story, ultimately, but it was sweet, and it was a good story. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. And the, he didn't want her to put yeah. him in white pants, because it was after Labor Day. And he was stubborn and dapper, so. Stubborn and she dapper. Couldn't, she couldn't go, he couldn't, couldn't, you know. And didn't she say something along the lines of, like, by the time she had finished him dressing, or dressing him, it was over. Oh, yeah, oh, because... That just broke my heart. Well, because... Um, I think that his heart attack... I don't know if... I don't, she, I don't think she specifically said that he was dead then, but that it was, you know, at least most of it was over. Because you can still... Right. Yeah. Right. But so yeah. it was sad. Yeah, no, it was sad. For imaginary people. That's what my, that's what my husband calls people on TV. Imaginary people and <laughs> friends of mine that he's never met. That he calls them imaginary too. So was I imaginary before? You were imaginary for a while. That's great. So you know, whatever. He doesn't try to be a mean guy. Okay, so he huh. does try to be a mean guy, but that's a whole other thing. It's endearing. <laughs> All right. Okay. So ah, uh, you can give. You got to give your number. Oh, before right. I do. I always like to get it from you because you are the noob. I did okay on that quiz. Oh, yes. We took a quiz, <laughs> and I think I posted it to the Tumblr the other day, so it should be in there. And there's only a couple things that fire off every day off of there, so, you know, I put stuff in the queue, and then I go back, like, a week later, and I add more stuff. And then all of these, every time they load, they go in the queue, so. So, yeah, um, it should be on there. But it's supposed to be really hard, and there was one... Uh, there's one about Sophia later on in the episodes. It's like one of those flashback episodes, but she apparently set the fire in her home is what they say. And there's a whole thing about what it was. And like, none of the, like, none of the answers were right. They were all mentioned in the episode and none of it was right. And it didn't matter. And I picked the wrong one and it still told me it was the right answer. And I knew it was wrong. And she was making s'mores on a heart plate, and that's all you need to know. And she had hot plate in her room, so it's not what burned down the building. Mmm, s'mores. Yes. <laughs> because then whenever you pick the answer and it tells you yes, and then it explains it, and it was, that was wrong. It didn't even say that you, it said she was doing something else. And I'm like, you people, BuzzFeed, you need to rethink your options. And it was then supposed I go, to be a really hard yes. quiz. Then I scroll down to the bottom and I find all of these comments of people complaining about it and it was awesome. And there's <laughs> another one where they're on Jeopardy 
and it talks about who all was on Jeopardy, but it was a dream sequence, so most of us didn't think it was fair because they weren't actually on Jeopardy. It was just in a dream. That's one of my favorite episodes because I love Jeopardy. And I love the Golden Girls. <laughs> and that one, and then the episode where Dorothy dates the guy from from the Beatles, the Beatles impersonation guy. Those are like back-to-back episodes. Those are like two of my favorite episodes. I'm so excited about those, and they're way far ahead. <laughs> so I have a lot of favorite episodes, but I don't know, when Dorothy gets sick, I've already mentioned those, which I, Emily is supposed to be doing those with us or with one of us or both of us or whatever. Uh, but those are kind of far ahead, so we didn't have her do them the last time she visited. So. so it was only a week ago, and that's like three seasons from now. Right. <laughs> so we're not anywhere. Watch ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We can. If we have Emily here. Yeah. So next time, we'll probably have time. Next time she comes up or whatever. So. Okay, so what did you rate? How cheesecakes. Many cheesecakes. I gave this one three cheesecakes. Because okay. um, it is an episode... That's a little more memorable. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. It's I apparently like sad and dramatic things. <laughs> um yes. it's not the highest I've rated, but it's not the lowest I've rated either. It's just one of those in between episodes. It's if, if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I kinda feel that way. It's a little heartwarming. Uh, and not that I wouldn't watch the last one necessarily. It just depends on where I would have caught it. <laughs> right. I think where I would have watched it. Um, like, if I caught it on one of the Dirk things, I probably would have watched it. Or with Rose's mom being sassy, but not with Rose being mothering, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but this one I probably would watch. So I gave this one a three also. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I just don't feel like I can give any of them a one. I know. I probably won't give any of them a one, I don't think. Because, because, I don't know, they're all so dear to me, I think. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We'll Mm -hmm. see. Um, Anyway, so, that concludes our episode today. So, thank you again for listening. Anybody who's out there, not just our friends that we know, uh, (laughs) join us next time. For the return of Dorothy's ex. And thank you for being a friend. Thank you for listening to Picture It Podcast. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash pictureitpod. And follow us on Twitter at pictureitpod. And check us out on Tumblr at pictureitpodcast.tumblr.com. Or send us an email to pictureitpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>